ان الحمد لله والصلاه والسلام على اشرف الانبياء وعلى اله واصحابه ومن والاه وبعد my dear brothers and sisters allah subhanahu wa ta'ala today inshallah the hujjaj are standing in arafa and we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept their standing to accept their dua and to accept their hajj and to include us in those duas inshallah alhamdulillah whoever is there we ask allah to accept their hajj and their duas and to include us in those duas the continuation of the reminders of the lessons of hajj yesterday i mentioned that hajj is the ibadah which exemplifies and which is based on the love of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalalu which is expressed through complete and unquestioning obedience of allah today i remind myself anew that this complete and unquestioning obedience of allah is the sunnah of muhammad rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam if you think about it the entire hajj from the time you make the niyyah and put on the ihram to the time you do the sacrifice and you come out of the ihram the whole of that all the arkan the sequence of the arkan which comes before which and so on the importance of those all of these are completely and totally based on the sunnah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam as communicated to us through the hadith nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam about the hajj he said khudu anni manasikakum he said take the manasik of hajj take your manasik from me so the nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam's sunnah the obedience to the sunnah the complete ittiba of the sunnah is hajj now those who deny the sunnah and those who deny the hadith must reflect on how they are going to do hajj because or maybe they don't want to do hajj also wallah hal but if they want to do hajj then they should think how are they doing hajj because allah has not mentioned the haram in the quran allah did not mention uh, the way to do umrah allah did not mention that tawaf is to be done anti clockwise and it is to be done seven times Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala did not say the sa'i is seven times and that you should run between the green lights I mean between the in, in, in the valley green lights are now today but Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala did not mention and Allah did not say then come out of the haram then go to mina put on the haram on the eight to go to mina then you go to arafa stand in arafa come back muzdalifa muzdalifa mina then where is all this all of this is the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he was given these arkan by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu in the wahi which we know as the wahi ghair matlu the wahi that is not recited in the kalam of allah but which is also wahi and nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam did not invent all this he was given this and he communicated to us and these as we know are from the life of the one towards whom his uh, association was given which is ibrahim alaihi salam and his family So it was the actions of Ibrahim alayhi salam and his wife our mother uh, Hajar alayhi salam and Ismail alayhi salam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, liked these actions so much that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made them as the methodology and the arkan of doing hajj and gave them to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam so that he performed them himself and he told us to perform them and the reward of this 
the reward of the ittiba of the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is complete forgiveness of all sins. Now, what is a bigger reward than that? What is a bigger reward for a person that Allah subhanahu wa taala should forgive all his sins? And all that you make, the dua that you make, and Allah accepting all of those duas and all that, all this is bonus. All this is bonus. The reward for Hajj, for completing these manasik of Hajj, is complete forgiveness of all sins. And what is this? This is the ittiba of the Sunnah of Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So the reward for the ittiba of the Sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the forgiveness of all sins. But seriously, we need to reflect on our own attitudes and on on our own understanding of Deen and correct those things. Because if we don't do that, then may Allah protect us. A time will come when these will be will become the uh, they will be put to a test, and that test is the most severe of tests. And if we know even with regard to Uh, to give you an example, with regard to our, uh, you know, gadgets and so on. For example, take a computer. You buy a computer, and you use it, and it's working fine. It's a brand new machine. Absolutely works very fine. Everything else, until one day, you decide to do some programming with it, or you decide to edit a big uh, video file or something, where the machine is now put through paces. it is it is made to do things that are more tough and which require more hard disk space and it requires you know more uh, stress on the machine and it breaks down so you say well this machine was perfectly fine all this time i used it absolutely no problem suddenly what happened suddenly nothing happened there was a fault in the hard disk of the machine it came with that fault that machine when you bought the machine that machine already had this fault it didn't show up because there was no stress on the machine but the moment you put the stress on the machine it breaks and we can we can see this in many other things also i mean you you are driving your car you know and uh, nothing happens and then suddenly one day you decide to race or you take a bend or something and one wheel flies off or something now the wheel was fine but until you took that turn and then the maybe the nuts were not very properly put or something it flies off you have an accident so the point is that just like that we will be put to a test every single one may allah protect us from this and may allah subhanahu wa taala support us at that time we will all of us be put to a test and at that te- at that time that test will show how well our iman disk was working because if it breaks down then then all that we did is what i mean that machine broke down khalas that's it what do you do you throw it you replace the disk and that time of test is when when we see malakul maut when we see malakul maut is the time when we will be put to that test and that is when all of these weaknesses and that is why we keep on harping over and over and over again on everything because those weaknesses are there they are there in our nafs they are there in our soul if we don't work on them if we don't get rid of them then may allah protect us on that day there is no one to help when malakul maut comes that's it then where will you go
And if it breaks down there, it's gone. And that's why I keep telling people, if in this life, when Alhamdulillah, everything is going fine, when it's a matter of obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a small thing, when it's a matter of avoiding a disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is a small thing, when it's a matter of following a sunnah of Rabbi sallallahu alayhi wa which is a small thing, even this we cannot do. Even this we cannot do. And for all of us, there is only one reason, which is, what will my friend say? What will so-and-so say? If you can, go and find somebody who is dying. And if they can still talk, ask them. What do you, what is your opinion at this time about what your friends are thinking? Go and ask them. To get that understanding when the breath is struck in the throat is no good. Because then the door is already opened. The door of Tawbah is closed. Because you have seen the Malaika. At that time everybody has 20-20 hindsight vision. No, no mistakes, no you know, mistaken opinions, nothing, nothing. Everything is very clear. Oh my God. So therefore, it is very important for each one of us, and this reminder is for me, for each one of us to reflect on our own lives and remove every disobedience of Allah and come on to every sunnah of Rasulullah that we can figure out. Because then inshallah we have infinite hope in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He will support us, He will forgive us and He will guide us. But if we don't make that effort and we continue in our lives where for us everyone and his wife is more important than Allah and His Nabi, then there is a problem. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not to put us in a situation where when we are put to that test, we fail. Because then nobody will even know. Nobody will know. If they know, they can't do anything. And that's why the second uh, message of Hajj is the importance of the ittiba of the sunnah of Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa which is what Hajj is. Hajj is the ultimate obedience to Allah and it is the ultimate uh, ittiba of the sunnah of Rasulullah without question, without applying our own logic or whatever. We do it because Nabi did it. There is no other reason. And Nabi did it because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Jalla Jalaluhu ordered him to do it. And when we do that, as I mentioned, the reward is Complete forgiveness of all sins. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to completely forgive all the sins of all the hujjaj who are standing in, in Arafat today and to deliver them from all evil and to strengthen their hearts and to accept their du'as and to give them what they ask and then to give them from His generosity as a gift from Him, Jalla Jalalu. Wa sallallahu ala nabil kareem wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in wa rahmatika ya rahmatullahi.